0: The nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. I'm going to read a couple of sentences to you. It says, In the year 1519, Hernan Cortez arrived in the New World with 600 men, and upon arrival, he made history by destroying his ships. This sent a clear message to his men, there is no turning back. Two years later, he succeeded in his conquest of the Aztec Empire. So that's where we get the term burning the ships from. I've heard that quite a few times. Hmm. I didn't know that. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk about the importance of this time in history And how it relates to building our willpower with no negotiations. And can you imagine being in that situation to where it was do or die, literally do or die. And you're the one who created that fate. And you're the one who decided that you were going to make such bright lines that you were either going to make sure that you and your men gave 100% because how could you not? Otherwise, you would die. And you were giving yourself the best setup for success. And imagine if we could relate that to our own lives and set ourselves up in a way to where we don't give ourselves the excuses and we don't start to negotiate with ourselves. And I think that's a a big problem that we all suffer from. And the reason that we suffer from it is because people don't teach that to us. People don't teach us non-negotiable contracts with ourselves. And there's, you know, I'm not a parent, but... I found that in these past six months or so, there's so many things that have been coming up for me to where I'm like, I would never allow my kid to do that. I would do this so differently if I had a kid. And I'm seeing all of these issues with the upbringing, and that's no fault of the parents, because we too were, we're not raised that way. But I think that the further that I dive into things intellectually and the further that I start to just do these cross-examinations of Things on a, a spiritual level and the way that things are now versus the way that I think they ought to be, I'm starting to realize the, the fundamental issues that are taking place in society.
1: And it's really interesting, and this is something that, like going out in the field and doing what I do is education of parents and kids about internet safety. And this is, it's kind of a tricky area because our society has made it to where these kids have to be so involved on technology or or they're excluded or they're they're ostracized and put out as that weird kid that can't go online can't message anyone
0: I'm gonna pause you for a second because when we grew up I remember the weird one was the one who was on the computer all the time like why are they always looking at their whatever the device was at the, I don't know what Computer. giant dos <laughs> yeah. dos driven computer
1: and 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 you're absolutely right i didn't even think about that but it's it's we've groomed our society to make it to where if you weren't to give your kid a cell phone or allow your kid to be on instagram messaging or snapchat messaging or any of that they have no communication with their friends or they have no connection with other kids their age, because there is no other form in their minds of building relationships, like that's how they do it. So then they get bullied more. And then it kind of goes down this rabbit hole of they're ostracized and put off on their own little island, because they're the and I'll use from our generation, the homeschooled kids were always the ones a little bit different. And they're put into that group. And it's not, it's not fair to them. But at the same time, it's, it's not fair to them to allow them to keep doing this stuff.
0: Yeah, and that's a a really good point. And I think that that is, that is conditioning our generations now for something much more harmful to take place in the future. Because what we're not realizing is that We are creating, we're we're trying to actually create such a connection between technology and the mind that there will be no difference between the two. And I think that when we're looking at what, what we should want for ourselves and we stop and we think about the things that we want in order to make us feel good and make us happy, those are also those fundamentals that I've been really ruminating on a lot lately as to us having never been taught that thought process or even being told that we have the allowance to have that type of ambition and thought process, especially when we are of a young mind. And how much different would life be if instead of teaching how to open up a Mac laptop and log in to have a Zoom call with your teacher, we we taught students, we taught our adolescents how to decide for themselves what would make them happy. And the reason that this has come up for me is because we, I I didn't realize that this happened to us, but we are told a particular path in life that we are supposed to take. And the path in life, you know, how you're going to be successful, how you're going to be happy is you go to school and then You don't do drugs, right? Like that's the thing. And when you get out of school, you're supposed to go to college and then you graduate college and you get married and then you have some kids and then you work your ass off and you work hard and it's okay for you to work so hard that you make yourself sick and then you retire and then don't worry about traveling or doing any of the fun things until you retire. And then how many times have we seen those people who are of age to be able to retire who never get to do those things because they're too sick and worn down to be able to enjoy life. But what if when we're young, we're taught that these types of things that we're supposed to wait off, you know, hold off on until we're old, we need to learn how to do them when we're young. And what if we shifted our way of thinking to where you, you don't need to go to college. I I personally, you know, I went to grad school, like I would have never gone to grad school if I had the frame of mind that I do now, because it was not necessary. After college was when I started to dive into self-learning. And I can tell you that the level of of intellect, the level of just broadened knowledge of real life and the world that I received from having the ambition to learn on my own, 1 million percent far exceeded anything that I got from a university. And so I think that when it comes to incorporating the level of willpower that we should have, we need to get back to those basics and the fundamentals. And we need to ask ourselves the very simple question of what do you want? And when you sit on that question for days and weeks and months and years, sometimes you can pull it into every category of your life. And when you get clarity, and I'm talking about crystal clear clarity, then you're able to draw those white lines to where you have non-negotiables. So how do we break that down into like tangible form? That would be I want to weigh 150 pounds. Let's say that for whatever reason, that is your number. And you know that that is what you want. You're going to sit down and create a plan. And then you're going to make it a non-negotiable. It's so easy for us to like, oh, well, I worked out yesterday. So I don't want to work out today. But when we make willpower the thing that guides us, the thing that leads us, then just like burning the ships, there is no other choice. And when you have that self-empowered contract with yourself to where you have already burnt the ships and you leave yourself with no other choice, but to set yourself up for success or you will die. Right. You're, you're not going to die in this instance. You're only going to succeed. It's impossible to fail. Right. If you have this type of commitment and discipline within yourself. And I think that the, the discipline comes from understanding that there, there is no other choice because everything else that you've done in the past has failed. And also, the discipline, com- the discipline comes from not having that external chatter or even that external type of connection because it's so harmful to us. It's so harmful for us to turn on the TV when we're trying to weigh 150 pounds and then we see these commercials for, I don't know, name your favorite fast food joint or ice cream or, you know, even other inadvertent triggers. We saw like 32 commercials from fucking Gavin Newsom on Voting no on Prop 30, which I'll vote yes, just because he said to vote no on Prop 30. like Those types of emotional triggers even can have an impact on our willpower and our desire. And we don't even realize that that type of thing is taking place. So by making such, such defined lines within the things that we set out for ourselves after we've gotten clarity on what we actually want, I think that we can remind ourselves of burning the shifts And have that as a mantra every morning when we wake up if we need to, right? I, you know, it's not a secret. I have certain things that I cheerlead myself with every single day when I brush my teeth in the morning. And these types of things are just small mental tricks that we can use in order to completely change our lives. So I hope that today you allow yourself to sit on and ruminate on the things that you actually want and then to get clarity on how it is that you're going to get there by making sure that you burn the ship's. And then understanding that sometimes burning the ships means that you're not going to purchase certain foods at the store anymore. Or sometimes burning the ships means that you're not going to have your phone next to you when you're working or working out or spending more time with your kids. Whatever the thing is, decide what ships you need to burn today. And um, I hope that you do. If you've gotten any value out of today's episode, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.